Is leaving your job worth it? It might be. Actually, a lot of the clients that we've been working with recently have left their job entirely without having a job to actually jump into. Maybe this is something that either you've experienced or you knew a person that has done this and you might be considering this yourself as well. Well, in today's show, we're gonna talk a little bit about asking yourself this bigger question, is leaving your job worth it? Hello everyone and welcome. I'm Javier and my better half, my awesome partner, my fellow GovGeek, Karen, unfortunately isn't able to join us this week. She's out on assignment. But anyhow, let's go ahead and get back to the larger topic. Is leaving your job worth it? Uh, we like to talk about this and other subjects every Thursday live at six o'clock uh, for GovGeeks Assemble. Level up your nine to five on 95. You can listen to this here on YouTube, LinkedIn, as well as on our podcasts, wherever you like to listen to your podcast. It's on Apple Podcasts and other things like that as well. So plenty of options for you. Anyhow, so is leaving your job worth it? You know, you could be put in a situation in the workplace where you feel just trapped. Like no matter what you do, it's gonna be a bad decision. It's a bad circumstance, it's a bad environment. You may be placed in real dire circumstances with your supervisor, with another person in the workplace and getting out is just the best thing to do. Well, that totally makes sense. I mean, if you feel that you're placed into that box, sometimes you might even think, well, Maybe I just need to take a little bit more vacation. I need some more annual leave. Uh, and then while I'm out, I'll go ahead and make this bigger decision. Sometimes it's just, no, it's not worth any of that stuff at all. And a person just walks in, turns in their letter of resignation and walks out. <laughs> just as simple as that. Well, if you're considering something like that, I have four questions that Karen and I have prepared uh, to talk about today. So as you're thinking about this, uh, just listen to the questions, consider really what's important to you, and then you can make an informed decision. So let's ask ourselves the first question. What is at the root of you deciding to leave? A big question. Now you may experience where perhaps, okay, you have a bad supervisor, it's a bad work environment, it's a hostile work environment. Okay, absolutely. You may be taking different paths to consider how best to approach all of this. Uh, perhaps you're having conversations with human resources, human capital. There might be unions involved, all of that sort of stuff. Uh, and yet it might get to a point where you feel mm, this isn't something that I'm willing to tolerate anymore. So make sure, of course, at the very beginning that you're taking all of these things into consideration, that you're utilizing the system as best as you can to ensure that you're making the most informed decision. But ask yourself really, what is at the root of why you are deciding to leave? Is it the environment? Is it the individual? Or what are the reasons behind those environments or that individual that is forcing you to leave? Now, this is a really important question to ask because if you just decide to leave and you find another position that is similar to what you've been doing before, well, you may find yourself in a position where, unfortunately, <laughs> you're gonna repeat the same scenario. So if you say, oh, you know, I, I don't like the environment, it's too fast paced, it's too stressful, okay. 
but then just to go out and join another job that is too fast paced, too stressful, could be a problem. Uh, so if you're finding what the root cause is of why you're leaving, that's at least at the heart of answering the question, should you leave? Now, it's it's very important because it's not just the symptoms of what's going on. It is at the root cause of what's going on. Another thing related to that is it's important to leave in order to go towards something that you care about, as opposed to leaving as a result of something that is behind you that you don't care about. Because then no matter what, if you don't know what you're going for and why you want to be there, well, odds are you can find the same problems everywhere you go. It's just going to be something that follows you. So make sure you know what is at the root cause. Uh, to do this, really consider how you are experiencing that moment. Uh, what happens to you when you feel triggered and you feel like you do need to make the decision to leave? Where is all of that coming from? What are you experiencing? Then ask yourself some deeper questions. Why is this impacting me? How is it that I'm feeling right now? Is what I'm feeling right now worth me leaving? And of course, if I leave and go to another job, will these feelings continue to follow me? Some simple questions really, but when you kind of really take the time to make the decision, it's easier when you've had this discussion. Sometimes we get into fight or flight and we get a little bit of tunnel vision. We're focused in on what we have to do in order to protect ourselves, to get out of the situation. But then later on, you're kind of sitting there going, oh my gosh, why did I do this? Why did I leave? Why am I in this new environment? Um, you don't want that sort of thing to happen to you. It might be great to get away for a little bit, but then afterwards you might be thinking, oh my gosh, I've made a terrible mistake. <laughs> okay, so the first question again, is what is at the root cause of you deciding to leave? Um, so the second question that you should be asking yourself is, how will this root cause change with me actually leaving this position? So if you know for sure that the problem of the concern is at the heart of it, okay, how is it that leaving that job is going to change that? You could say, for instance, that, oh, it is just uh, an individual on my team that is making my life very challenging, or it is my manager, my supervisor, my organization's leader, all of that sort of stuff. Sure, okay. So we know that that is the individual. But what is it about that individual or their actions, their activities that is compelling you to make this decision to leave your job? Um, and once you know, again, what that is, how do you know for sure that the new job that you go to isn't gonna be experiencing that same thing uh, again as well. So if you are trying to get away from a job that is a micromanager, how do you know that the new job with the new supervisor isn't going to be a micromanager? Well, make sure that you're asking yourselves these questions during the networking process or during the interview process. You know, you can't just straight up say, you know, are you a networker or a uh, micromanager? because <laughs> I don't like to be micromanaged. No, but just try to find um, from your discussions a good sense of whether or not that person is going to behave that way or that environment is going to behave that way. And if so, and if that is really what is at the root cause of why you left the other job, then you know for sure not to leave that job, right? Also, uh, again, just by leaving the job, is that going to remove that from happening to you again later on? Because you may ask yourselves a different type of question. For instance, okay, 
if leaving won't necessarily remove me from a micromanager type of a boss, well, what are some things that I can do to better manage myself in my environment while working with a micromanager? Or if it's a stressful environment, if you're only gonna go into another stressful environment that's gonna be problematic for you, well, perhaps ask yourself, how can I empower myself to perform better in this environment? or to manage what's going on here in this environment. Ask yourselves these, some again, some deeper questions so that you're not placing yourself in a position where you are in a new environment only to have the same circumstances all over again. All right, so those are the first two questions that you should be asking yourself. So the third question that you should be asking yourself is, well, what are the options available to you to actually change what's going on? How do you change it? So if we know leaving could change it, all right, are there other options that you could consider that would change why this is bothering you or why there's such an issue in the first place? Um, perhaps you can get uh, reassigned to another division, another office, or another part of the organization. Maybe you could take a detail um, maybe you could ask for a, a change of other positions. So you can stay within the same team, but have a, a different scope of responsibilities. Or you could be like a manager and then request to be a lower, a lower position uh, in, instead. If you are working on a team and you have some individuals that are a bit more challenging uh, for you or causing some problems, well, how can you better help them to perform in a way that isn't going to be so problematic that you wanna leave your job? Uh, could you provide them with different training responsibilities? Could they go on a detail or another rotation or an assignment? Could they perhaps even be fully reassigned, like a lateral reassignment to another part of the organization that would be better suited for them their skills, their interests, and also better for you and how you're able to manage your work life and everything as well. What are your options? Um, if you have more opportunities for perhaps early retirement, uh, you know, where you decide to just move away from the position entirely, um, as opposed to just quitting <laughs> or taking perhaps a sabbatical, uh, some other things to kind of consider as you're looking at all of your options. In the moment when you feel the most frustrated, when it's easier for you to just give in and say, you know what, I'm done. I don't, I don't need to handle all of this stuff. Okay, absolutely. Honor how you are feeling in that moment. But again, also ask yourself, what other options are available to you? If you recognize what the issue is, and you know for sure that leaving would change that scenario, you know, that root cause issue, and also that there are no other options, it might allow you to feel better knowing that you are making an informed decision as opposed to just regretting the decision later on. Okay, so, so far we've gone over the first three different questions that you should be asking yourself. The fourth and final question that you should be asking yourself overall is, do the options that you have outweigh your departure? So if you think, okay, I could take this one other option instead of me leaving. It makes more sense to, okay, just decide to leave. Yeah. Or <laughs> if the option isn't uh, all of that great and you really think about it, you're like, well, 
you know, maybe there's a better way for me to manage all of this. Perhaps if I worked with a career coach, perhaps if again, I took a, a detail or a sabbatical or I did something else. Um, it's funny how things kind of work sometimes where you may be at one point where you're thinking, oh, you know, this, this is just the end. Uh, this is, there's no way that I can continue to be here. I don't even need to have another job lined up. I know I just need to go. And I'm just, I'm just willing to walk away from all of it right now. I'll live off my savings for a little bit while I'm waiting to get another job. Everything's going to be fine. Okay. But if those options uh, aren't necessarily as great as some other options that might be available for you, um, really consider them. Think, thing, think things through as much as you possibly can. Um, you know, honestly, another thing to that point when you're weighing different options is to think, well, how can I best address the root cause of all of this uh, as much as possible? What if it is possible for you to have a conversation with the source of the root cause of the issues? Um, so if you feel that, again, the supervisor is the root cause of something, is it possible to have a conversation with them about how their behavior or their actions, their activities is affecting you. Could you possibly change that? Are there routes that you can take to help improve that? If it's the environment, say for instance, you are feeling overwhelmed or there is a lot of responsibilities that you have and you're just not able to do everything. Or is there a way that you can talk to either process owners, colleagues, stakeholders, or others that are providing the source of a lot of the concerns just to say, I'm experiencing these challenges, getting this work done in the time that you have allotted. Uh, for me to get this to you in the best form possible, I need to set some boundaries uh, in order to, to make sure that this works. Either um, time periods that I can turn around work products for you. Or perhaps there is a, uh, if there's a lot of back and forth in how the documents are looking or how they have been formatted or a lot of little concerns, then maybe you can help institute a uh, process up front where you can uh, set expectations about, again, what the document's going to look like, what the timelines are, what the agreed upon um, standards of acceptance for the deliverables are actually uh, going to look like. Um, try to be on the same page as much as possible with what you are feeling and experiencing and with what they are expecting of you as part of this whole process. Because if they think, oh, yeah, this is a simple and easy thing. All it should do is, you know, take maybe five or 10, 15 minutes for them to do all of this. When actually the reality is that it's going to take you a couple of days to do it on top of all of the other stressors that you have. Well, perhaps having a little bit more of a conversation up front is going to help you and help them to get to the point where everyone feels comfortable with the final end result. Uh, th these are some things. These are like how you can go about managing things using soft skills or soft skill management in general of uh, people's expectations, perceptions, all of that sort of stuff. It's good to have open and honest conversations. Now, if you have gotten to the point where you've answered all four of these questions and then you've gone above and beyond and you've tried to address them in any means possible, you know, by having conversations directly with the people, building processes, procedures, setting expectations, all of that sort of stuff, and you still feel like you're being uh, placed in a position where you can't necessarily stay in that position 
you know, well enough for a long time. Hey, there is nothing wrong with respecting your well-being, respecting who you are as an individual, as as an employee, as a person that is committed to doing the job. And if you feel that you need to walk away, then hey, you've tried everything that you could do at that point, and you could at least have that degree of a clean conscience, knowing that you've given everything that you possibly could to make everything work, and it just it just didn't. It could have been the best thing possible <laughs> that you that you gave, and so then later on, even if you're experiencing something that is negative after you've left, say again you left the job without having another job to go to, or you're living off savings, and then all of a sudden other things happen, and you're really strapped for cash at that point because you are placed in a position where you can't you can't make ends meet. It's a very difficult position to be in, but you can reflect back and think. At least I know that I did everything that I could to identify this being the right decision. I, you, you knew potentially what you were getting yourself into, and yet you still made the right decision because you can only make the most informed decision that you can in the moment, given what you know about that moment. And having answers to all of these questions means that you've you've gone through all of that stuff. At least you know it. I mean, it can be a bit scary, uh, and th this seems to be, you know, kind of a, a challenging topic because, you know, it's a, a little bit different than some of the other topics that we've covered on the Gov Geeks, with, um, you know, resume strategies, networking strategies, other things like that. But, you know, we are really getting at the heart of some bigger questions. You know, is this time for me to leave? Do I need to quit this job? Do I need to quit this job, even if it means that I don't have another job to go to. <laughs> yeah, these are these are some serious ones that are there. But really, that that's why it's so important to have these discussions and these conversations. You know, a lot of times as we're working with clients, um, as as a career coach and helping people with career strategies, resume writing, all of that sort of stuff, there's this idea that they've gotten to the breaking point, and now they're in a position where they feel, oh my gosh, just so much pressure because everything is terrible around them. They know that they need to go. But then it's like, oh, well, do I, am I valued enough? Am I marketable enough? Are the positions that I'm looking for actually something that are viable? I mean, is this something that I am, I'm actually qualified for? These are some of the, the bigger questions that then you begin kind of asking yourself because what happens if after you leave, you spend a lot of time applying and applying and you just can't find a job anywhere? or you've made the decision, yep, it's time to go, but I'm gonna wait until I get this next job in my hand before I do walk, then you're asking yourself, oh, you know, wh why am I not getting called for interviews? Why isn't this happening? <laughs> How prepared am I to leave this position? And if you're not getting as much progress as you had wanted, well, then you're gonna start running into more frustration. And that's just gonna compile on top of all of the other frustrations that you may have had. It could have started off where you were feeling, you know, oh, I'm frustrated with this. I'm going to leave this job and I'm going to find something better. Awesome. But then all of a sudden you're in the position where you're thinking, oh, man, am I actually even qualified for this other stuff? I thought I was great. I thought my degrees were good. Why is it that I, I can't get the type of job that I know that I can get? Then you're placed in another situation where you're starting to consider, okay, um, is leaving the best thing? I know that the environment isn't good. 
but I also know that the odds of me finding something better or different aren't all that great. So what are my options? Where am I at now? <laughs> and this, this could be a bigger thing to really think about. Um, that's also why it's important to make sure that you are making the most informed decision as you possibly can. So have conversations. If it's not with the GovGeeks, have it with other people, friends, family, or other professionals that could say, yeah, here's where your qualifications are, or here's the career strategy that would work for you. Or even talk to others that can get to the heart of why you're feeling the need to leave in the first place. If you're able to break those down and manage them, your career happiness may actually be a lot closer. It, it may come to the point where you realize, maybe I don't need to leave. Maybe I just need to better understand how to manage where I am. You know, yes, I know that this situation is terrible. My supervisor is terrible. You know, all the bad things that you could possibly think of. Um, but yet still, this is the best thing that I can do in this moment to help manage all of this. And then from there, develop a plan and a strategy to take step by step to get out towards something that you really care about, finding that career fulfillment, which is, again, what we're all about. We totally support that. Okay, so reflecting back, let's look at the four questions that we had asked ourselves at the beginning to help make sure whether or not leaving the job is right for you. So we first asked ourselves, uh, what's at the root of why you are deciding to leave? The root cause, it's not just the symptom of it, but really dig down and find out why are you feeling compelled to walk away? The second question to ask yourself is, well, would leaving actually change the root cause of why you wanted to leave that first job in the first place? If you just have this circumstance, the situation, and you run to the next position or opportunity, well, how do you know that you're not going to repeat the same frustrations there again? How do you know that you're not going to run into another wall there? The third question that you should be asking yourself is, well, really, what other options are there to change the root cause of what you're experiencing? Perhaps there's other strategies that you can do. You know, again, details, uh, other assignments, um, looking at other ways to do your work or to kind of manage your workplace and all that. And then lastly, the fourth question that you should be asking yourselves are, should or are those options that you've considered outweighing your departure? So if you know for sure that these other ways are going to be better than you actually leaving, well, maybe you should consider managing those other ways instead of actually just, you know, hightailing it out of there. Uh, and at the end of the day, if you've gone through all of those and you realize that, yes, this is the right decision for me to go, at least you are making a well-informed decision and you can feel good knowing that you've made the best decision that you could in that time. It might be something that you're still going to regret later on. You never know. But at least you can say that you did everything that you could. So that would reduce that degree of regret that you might be experiencing later on. And also, just to kind of point out, what if, like, say we're, we're catastrophizing this whole thing, like all of these bad things, but what if you leaving actually is the best thing possible? What if you decide to jump off the cliff and instead of falling, you fly? It's possible as well. You could find that next job that is going to be perfect for you. You never know.
All right, so uh, every week we have questions from the GovGeekdom. This is our favorite part. If you have questions, please come out to thegovgeeks.com to submit your question. We like to answer them live here uh, every week as well. So this week's question to answer uh, for questions from the GovGeekdom is, how do I find my ideal job? Yeah, and this is this is a big question, really, because ideal is is the bigger key question here. You could find plenty of jobs. There's lots of jobs that are out there. Are there jobs that you're qualified for? Absolutely. Are there jobs that can pay you more money? Possibly. But do those mean mean that it's going to be an ideal job for you? What do you really care about? That is really at the heart of this. So how you find an ideal job is by first asking yourself, what is it really that you want? What do you care about? What are your passions? Then think, okay, well, what does the work environment need to be for you to find this ideal job? Is it working in the office place? Is it something where you can work from home? Do you need to travel a lot? What are the unique circumstances that really comprise the ideal job? Once you've gone through everything that you really are passionate about and what you care for, and you found all the different types of ideal work environments and everything, including pay and you know all the other great stuff, then ask yourself, where is this job? How does this kind of fit what, what you're in, what your career field is in, what you've studied in your education and your graduate degree, your master's degree, your undergraduate degree, all of that sort of stuff. Are you qualified well enough for this position? Then from there, ask yourself, well, what is the likelihood that you're able to get this position? And uh, what do you need to do in order to build the qualifications to get to that ideal position? You may recognize that, hey, you know what? There's plenty of these jobs and they are great ideal fits for me. I'm gonna have no problem getting this job. I'm, career happiness is just around the corner. Or maybe the odds are just so rare and the opportunities are so small that you may be able to still get the job, but it may take a little bit longer. Or heck, maybe you need to find a way to create your own job. If you need to open up your own business, a small boutique consulting firm or company or corporation, or you need to sell certain uh, contracted services to the government, cool. I mean, at least you know what it is. The bigger thing is identifying what is ideal for you and then understanding what you need to do in order to get that at that point, rather than always wondering, always wishing, like, you know, I wonder what the ideal environment is for me, or if only I had this better decision, or if only I had this other job, you know, that's not how you want to be able to look back on your career and your life. It should be something where you're like, I knew what the, what I wanted, uh, and I strived to get there. And even if you didn't land it perfectly, at least you know that you did everything that you could to get what you wanted because it's something that you really cared about. And that's that's the beautiful thing, is you are growing in an area that you really have a lot of passion for. So no matter what, you're definitely enjoying the journey. And that that is awesome. <laughs> Okay, so thank you so much for joining us this week. Uh, this has been GovGeeks Assemble, level up your nine to five on 95. Uh, from Karen and myself, we are really thankful that you are here. We're grateful for the opportunity that uh, we have to speak with you about these really important subjects. We hope that uh, our conversations 
are really allowing you to have the chance to make the best decision possible about your career in public service, in the private sector, or in any other areas that you have a lot of passion and interest in. So this is the point where Karen usually jumps in and she basically has like a moment of Zen, a moment of clarity where she summarizes all of this stuff. And I'm going to do my best to help make sure that I, I honor what she is able to bring to the table. So when we're talking about this idea about is leaving your job worth it, the best thing to really consider is what is important for you? What do you care about? Why do you want to leave? Uh, what are you going towards? Is this good for you and your family? Is this good for you and your mental well-being, your physical well-being? If all of it is, then yeah, you got to go where your dreams are and just be happy in the process and enjoy the flow. Thank you so much for your time and I look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you for your service.